Welcome to the Untitled Comedy Podcast, a new podcast, part of our Amplified Podcast Network. During this podcast, you will laugh, you won't cry, you might be more susceptible to attack by wild boar. Listeners may exhibit severe symptoms of West Nile River virus while listening to this podcast. Other symptoms may also occur. Call now if you experience any of the following. Wheezing, sneezing, coughing, vomiting, dying, any indications of swine flu or other diseases with similar symptoms, paralysis of the upper arm, sudden coma, death, a development of prejudice against people of Australian descent, chest pains, or once again, death. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Previously cut from the Untitled Comedy Podcast. You are about to hear a joke that combines elements of Catholicism, Judaism, eviction, wit, justice, and lunchtime. All these things which here at UCP we hold near and dear to our hearts. Except Catholicism, because none of us on the production team are Catholic. Here, without further ado, The Pope Joke. One day, in ancient Rome, the Pope decided to kick out all of the Jews, like, like all of them. Like not one was going to be left in the city. And the Jews, understandably, were a little bit upset by this, as you could probably imagine, right? So they sent a committee, a Jew committee, to the Pope. And, and the committee was like, Pope, why are you doing this? What is the motive for getting rid of the Jews, right? And the Pope said, y'all are simply not well-educated enough. You don't put enough value on education like the rest of our society does and the Jews go well. I mean, I, I guess, you know, that's understandable, but is there any way that we can prove it to you that, that we're worthy of keeping, right? And the Pope said, well, you have to prove that one among you is more educated than I. So you must pick one among your ranks to come and debate me and beat me in the debate. And if they win, then the, all the Jews get to stay. You know, the Jews, they weren't loving the idea, but it was better than what they came with. So they go back to the Jewish quarter and a raging debate, funnily enough, ensues as to who will go and debate the Pope. They talked for days and days and days, but eventually the honor came upon Moshe to go and debate the Pope. He's a carpenter's son doesn't really know what he's doing, but he has a good heart, bless him. So they decided to give him a go. Eventually, the day arrives, right? They all pull up to the Vatican Square. The Pope is up on his throne with all of his cardinals looking very regal. Moshe is down in, in the pits with his mom yelling at him, looking very Jewish. And eventually, it is time for the debate to begin. But before it does, Moshe goes, Pope, your holiness. There's no way that I could ever be able to beat you with your silver tongue. It's just not fair. So in order to make things interesting, I have decided to put forth the idea of doing the debate in mime, in mime. And the Pope is intrigued. Wow, fair enough. So then the debate begins. The Pope starts out looking very confident. He holds up the number three on his fingers, right? Moshe, not troubled at all, holds up one a one on his fingers, and the Pope is taken aback slightly, but he's not shaken. He continues on. The Pope motions all around him, everywhere, up and down, behind him, all over the gaff. But Moshe points right down to the ground. Then the Pope, you know, is starting to get a little bit stirred, a little bit confused, but he decides to pull out his secret weapon. He pulls out bread and wine, but Moshe, counters with an apple 
and then the Pope explodes. I can't do it anymore. You win. You have clearly beaten me. You are of superior intellect. All the Jews start celebrating. They go on back to their quarters, but the cardinals are stunned. Your Holiness, what was that? I, we didn't understand a thing. And he goes, well, it's quite simple. I held up the number three to symbolize the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But then Moshe countered with the number one, saying that even though it's a Holy Trinity, they're all considered one divinity. The Cardinals are impressed with the fact that the Jew has managed to think of that because he's not Christians. So I don't know how he would know. The Pope then says, then I motioned all around us to show that God is everywhere. Everywhere around us, God inhabits energy. But then Moshe pointed right down to the ground to signify that even though he's everywhere, he's also right here at the same time. Very interesting philosophical take I haven't heard before. The Cardinals, once again, are very impressed. Then, finally, the Pope pulled out the bread and the wine and he said, I pulled those out to represent communion, you know, taking part in Jesus' body and blood. But then Moshe pulled out the apple as an example for the Cardinal's sin, right? Adam and Eve eating the apple off the tree. The Cardinals were taken aback more than the Pope was. They were just stunned, right? Back in the Jewish quarters, they're partying. And then one guy was like, Moshe, look, not that I really care, but if you could explain to me what was going on there, that'd be really great, because I didn't understand a thing. Moshe goes, well, it's simple. The Pope held up the three to say that we had three days to leave the city. And then I held up the one to show that not one of us was leaving. Then he motioned all around to say he was gonna rid the city of all the Jews. And I pointed right down to the ground to say that we're staying right here. And then the guy was like, okay, great. But that doesn't explain the bread and the wine and the apple. And he goes, well, well that part's the most simple. He pulled out his lunch, so I pulled out mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. We'll see everybody in two weeks though with uh, regular scheduled content. We hope everyone enjoyed the December holidays and has a happy new year. Adios.